everybody, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. We are back up in this mother sucker. We got so much to talk about. And yes, my name is Liz and I'm a millennial. So let's get this party started right and quickly. We got so much to talk about this week. But before I do that, I have to give a shout out to Brunchin like I always do. Had a lot of fun on last week's episode. If you have not gotten a chance to listen to it, please do. You have so many ways to listen to it now. So there's no, absolutely no excuse for why you can't listen to it now you can go directly to wrdr you can listen to it live on wrdr you can also listen to it on their website you can get the reruns also you can go to itunes you can go to radio.com you can go to google you can go to spreaker you can go to anchor you can go to radio public you can go to overcast you can go to pocketcast pretty much every major platform you can listen to brunching on and we had Miss Felicia George there from the Netflix series Rhythm and Flow. We got a chance to talk to her. Go check out her new debut album, Wash My Soul, which is absolutely amazing. So I want to shout out to her for coming on the show. Also shout out to Quan of the CEO of Bougie Lotus Girl for coming on brunching as well. So if you want to buy any cannabis infused bath products, please reach out to her on Facebook at Bougie Lotus Girl so you can pick up some products for yourself as well so you can relax and all of that so shall we go from here i know what you want and you're like don't play with me you know what i'm looking for i'm trying to get my news from you girl so you better get this news popping locking and dropping and i say yeah let's get these top 10 trending topics on you all right so the top 10 trending topics of the week let's go so the national day of service will be on january 20th which will be an observation of martin luther king jr's birthday and i just want to say before we move past this if you're making a flyer for martin luther king jr's birthday and you cut his head off of a picture and put it on some random really nigga and you got girls twerking in the back and saying you know shout out to the martin luther king twerk fast let's twerk it nigga martin luther king i'm gonna need you to get off of twitter this is not or instagram this is not the dream he was not dreaming for you to be able to objectify black women in a photo and to be ratchet and thoughtless like that is not it come on now we we gotta live the dream and this ain't it he was still languished in the corners of american society and finds himself in exile in his own land if he was around now he wouldn't have on them skinny jeans that still coming past your butt but yet they real tight like leggings but yet they still don't fit i, I don't i don't get it i guess some of y'all is wearing kid pants okay. I, i'm not sure but let's move on so megan and harry give up their royal title so they will no longer be representing the queen however they will keep duke and duchess of sussex and they will still get listen to this 95 percent of their money which they say 95 percent of their income comes from who daddy so prince charles is actually still giving them money and he will continue to do so until they are able to support themselves plus i don't think they're doing all right they're looking for a 24 million dollar mansion in canada and they paid three to four million dollars to get it renovated now they did pay that money back because that was public funds so i I could good luck to them and in pornhub news somebody else is suing pornhub pornhub is actually going to be sued over the lack of subtitles a deaf man is saying hey i need y'all to give me some subtitles i want to see written out uh or oh hey baby i want to see that written out on the screen now i will say this i think they should be all inclusive if you don't have subtitles you should have subtitles because people should be able to access the same level of pornography as everybody else now but i will say is 
is anybody really looking for the storylines in porn? Is that is that what we're doing? People, you'd want to hear the plot line? I I I don't know. I don't know because most people don't even. As far as I know, allegedly, because I'm not saying I've ever seen it, but I thought Pornhub the videos was like six or seven minutes long or something like that. So I, I somebody somebody say something to me, and. Trump impeachment trial rolls on, so that Trump impeachment train is chugging along. Chugga, 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 chugga. So it actually is at the Senate. He, they were sworn in by Justice Roberts. So we will see what happens. More than likely, he'll get acquitted. But because we're not going to get any witnesses, probably not. And even though people are looking, some people are actually looking to, like John Bolton is looking to, to testify, but it doesn't look like he will be able to do so and we've gotten some additional information as well about some things that he shouldn't have been doing and the government oversight committee actually said that he did commit a crime so we'll see what the senate does mm, puts it on the republicans martin and tisha campbell actually are reinforcing their friendship on ig after martin said that the sexual allegation claims that tisha martin made back in the day were absolute bs and so they came back on Instagram showing how friendly they were. So I don't know who to believe in this situation. Because if somebody was calling me a liar. Because pretty much he's calling her a liar. I don't know. If I will want to be cozy with you on Instagram. But maybe she does because of the next point. Which is Bad Boys 3 actually hits the mark of breaking records at $68 million at the box office. And that was just for Friday and Saturday. So we'll see what it does on Sunday. But it is on its way to being one of the biggest hits of the year possibly. And, and that was one of my best, that's what I'm saying, and, but before I move on, Bad Boys, I will say, I like, I have not seen the movie yet, I plan on seeing it, but Bad Boys 1 was better than Bad Boys 2 to me, so I'm hoping that Bad Boys 3 is better than Bad Boys 1, but all the films in totality were good that I've seen, the two films that I have seen were really good, and I'm hearing really good reviews about Bad Boys 3, so I'm excited, my best line from Bad Boys 1, put the gun down. And give me a pack of tropical fruit bubblelicious and some Skittles. So I'm excited to see that. And Quavo is actually hey! off. He is just knocking people out already, or at least he's trying to. I don't know. So Quavo goes off at a Paris nightclub because he couldn't Damn. get in. So he's swinging at people because he ain't get what he wants and all of that. I don't know where the other two Migos was at. Maybe they should have been together. Oh. Three Musketeers, whatever. They could have helped him out. I, I don't I don't know what happened there. If it, if, if it was all set, he would have got in. The baby is caught assaulting an another one. A hotel employee this time who was a fan and the baby saying that he might fight these most recent assault allegations. But I don't know the baby. Listen, this is a lot of assaults. I, I don't know what's going on with you. I, I'm not sure what happened, but you need to have so many seats. You got money right now. You got people looking at you. The last thing you need to do is be known as the dude that's the problem. Because if you the dude that's the problem, the baby that's the baby, you're going to not be able to get as much as you're getting. You don't want to mess it up before you get started, before you start, you know, making like the real dodo. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. And Boosie, little Boosie, regrets having a lot of baby mamas in a viral video that has since gone around and around the interwebs he said that he would like to avoid i guess all that baby mama drama by skeeting in the same woman he should have skeeted in the same woman so that his all his children have the same mama i i mean i get what he's saying could have had a little more tack but i get what he's saying 
and Rihanna may have broken up with her billionaire beau rather to potentially be linked to ASAP Rocky. People are saying that they've been seeing her cozying up with ASAP Rocky. They're believing that her and ASAP Rocky are a thing. I don't know if they're a thing thing, but you know, we waiting on some music, Rihanna. I don't really care if you dating him or not. I just need you to come up with the album. I know it's coming, but it's it's I I wanna hear it. You know, we got two albums coming from her. We ready to hear it and all right thing. So you can date whoever you want as long as you give us that album yeah because we want to hear it ella 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 hey that has been the end of your top 10 trendy topics of the week let's get into our topics right now so let's talk about legacy versus clout and this all came because of mr marshawn lynch beast mode skittle man whatever you want to call him you know no knock on him no insult but he likes skittles and He's a running back. He plays with Seattle Seahawks. And he came back from retirement. And in coming back from retirement, he had the option to play. He played because he wanted to. So he had an interview after he lost in the divisional round. And he pretty much was telling players, you got to protect your chickens. A lot of people was like, I don't know what the chickens is. I knew exactly what he meant about chicken. I knew he wasn't talking about, you know, you got to protect your chicken breast or your leg. Because people might get it like Popeyes and all that. I knew that's not what he meant. Chicken is means money. So he was talking about protecting money. So basically what he was saying is that there's a lot of African-American players in the locker room. He looks around and, you know, a lot of them tend to spend a lot of money. And by the time they retire, they don't have any money. And so Shannon Sharp, yes, Shannon, skip, skip. Yes, that Shannon Sharp from Undisputed actually made a very good point where he was talking about just athletes in general because athletes in general make a lot of money in a very short period of time and so they're usually very young when they get it and they usually overspend because they're they're living this grand life and so when you're living a grand life and your maturity levels are low you're more likely to spend the money so by the time you retire you're 35 40 45 years old you don't have any money and so now you're sitting around like you know what do i do and now you got to go back and you know work a nine to five and it's like you know from you making a ton of money to now you're working a nine to five it's a lot it's a lot and so you don't want to have to be that player or that person but you can actually take this this legacy versus clout and put it into everyday people that don't make millions of dollars like you know your check don't look like twenty thousand dollars a week like you can take this and put it for the regular people like you and me that's making like a thousand or two thousand dollars every week or so so we can definitely take this and apply it to everyday life so this is something that you see especially with millennials and i think see because us being millennials and we've talked about this on the show we don't have the same luxury as other generations as of a matter of fact they said that millennials are actually going to be one of the only generations that are worse off than their parents huh imagine that a lucky lucky generation we are and it, it all stems from the fact that people are living longer okay glamas and grandzaddies is out now and that's what we got and they out spinning popping locking dropping and they doing their thing so their spending habits have now rolled into us and you know they are not we're not inheriting anything <laughs> so by the time you know and the cost of healthcare has risen a lot so if you put them in a nursing home most of the money there they have has gone towards a nursing home people a lot of them bought homes that they couldn't really afford people were taking out all these mortgages on top of mortgages on top of mortgages and by the time the houses get you know kind of like passed down they're either not paid for or they don't 
maintain the house. So if they do sell the house or they have a house, they usually sell it and then they go move into a nursing home or whatever or a smaller home, 55 and older. And it, it's not really anything you can do with that. And so then it, it we don't have any. It ain't passing nothing down to us. So here's where you have to be the one person that says, you know what? I'm not going to stump for the gram. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be out here dipping and dipping and on the gram. Like, I can't be that girl or that dude because... I know that later on, I ain't going to have nothing. So you want to be able to leave something for your family and something to continue what you've already started. Because once you go, you dead and gone, ain't going nobody, nobody going to know you had on a pair of Yeezys. They going to just look back on a picture and be like, oh, look at grandpa in them, sh- them jail shoes. Like that's what they going to see when they looking back at these pictures that nobody's going to say how amazing it was that you had those shoes or how much money you must have had because you had those shoes especially your family because they're gonna know you ain't had no goddamn money because you ain't gonna pass them down nothing so we we've got to learn how to ration and we got to learn how to not stump for the gram i think not only are we not getting you know inheritance like other generations i think it also comes from the fact that we got student loans you know student loan debt it is interest on top of interest it shouldn't cost more to get the education to become a doctor than it does to be be a doctor if whatever it is i don't care what you're doing whatever it is if you are paying more money to become it than you make it it's a bad decision i'm just saying it's a bad investment it's just not right and i'm not saying that i don't have a degree that's like why you got that i'm not saying it but you know coming from a person that got three degrees i'm just telling you from experience that sometimes if it costs more than you making no more borrowing from mom from my high put it away you know it's not that's not for you it ain't the dream because what's gonna happen is you're gonna pay all this money for this education that when you die all the knowledge you got gonna die with you so, you know, I mean, you can pass the knowledge on to your family, but depending on what it is, it ain't going to go but so far. You know, you learning two sciences, two maths in a Spanish class, like it, that ain't really helping your family. You know what I mean? So you got to be wise about that. So we got student loans. We don't got no inheritance. And then we got Instagram. Oh, Lordy, 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 Lordy. Hala, shama, 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 shama. Uh, We got Instagram. So Instagram has created a world where we are all delusional. And we all believe that everybody is living this baller lifestyle. Like balling. Like it's not what it is. Like every. But that's what Instagram and Facebook and social media has created. It has created this world that you have to live up to. So if you see somebody on the gram, you know, and goals, like hashtag, we're both in Jordan relationship goals. And then I want to be relationship goals. So now they go out and buy some damn Jordans that cost $300 knowing they don't have but $150 in their damn bank account. So now you're putting it on your credit card so that you can stunt for one picture on Instagram. Now I will say back in the day, and this is this is all alleged. My mother was the queen of wear and take it back. Wear and take it back. Fold that tag in. <laughs> Put it in your tie the thing and take it back. There's something wrong with this. I'm not saying you should do that. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not advocating that because it's nasty. But what I am saying is that sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So I, either don't stun at all if you don't have the money. 
Or sometimes you gotta resort to trickery. I don't really give hoot two hoot nannies. You will never see me stunting on a gram in anything extra expensive unless I already had it. So I ain't buying nothing specifically for the gram. And I think that's what it is. Because we think that the internet, Instagram, or Facebook is going to be our legacy. And in some ways it will, depending on how long it stays around. I mean, I don't know. So I just found out on brunch the other day that MySpace is still around. I mean, my profile is probably out there somewhere. I, somebody send it to me. If you can find that, I would love to see it and all the stupidity that is on there. I can't find it. But those are the types of things that are not necessarily what your legacy will be. It will be memories of who you were, but it's not going to be your impact on the world. And I think that's what we're looking at when we are overspending this money. We're not looking at our impact on the world. Like you want to set your family up for success and you can't do that by stunting on the gram because you got a couple hundred thousand likes that don't pay nothing one of the things that a lot of times people don't realize is that instagram that instagram likes and facebook likes don't pay bills what pays bills are the sponsorships from the likes so you have to consistently have a high level of analytics you have to consistently have a high level of engagement and you have to be marketable so it has to be something about you that the sponsors see that there's some marketability there because if you're highly problematic and you got a bunch of likes you ain't gonna get a ton of sponsors you're just not and if you do you're probably gonna get some problematic sponsors just saying and if that's what you want go after it baby but I'm just saying on a whole, a viral video ain't going to make you rich. It ain't going to make you rich. And a lot of those Instagram people that you seeing out there that's, that's dipping and doing it, seeing like they living their best life, they living in a one-bedroom apartment somewhere, barely making it. Like, you, sometimes you're looking at these people thinking they, they popping off and, you know, because they around celebrities and stuff. But then you're, you don't even realize you living better than they living. Like, I mean, we, we got to stop trying to live up to something. And this is, I think, kind of where Marshawn Lynch was going with the athletes. Because a lot of times when you see athletes, they're very flashy. They got big cars, big houses, big jewelry, all of this stuff. And then you see them a couple years later and they, they you know, work in this nine to five job. They, they've not invested their money at all. And there's nothing wrong with working a nine to five. But when you have made 25, 35, 45, 55, 65 in, in some cases, hundreds of millions of dollars. And we you? see you 10, 15 years later and you don't have nothing. That is my friend is bad. Ain't nothing worse for a legacy of a family to have squandered a fortune. And we, we're seeing it time and time again. And I'm going to talk close to my peoples. Listen, I ain't nothing against my white, my white listeners, my white folks, my white friends. Y'all can stay. But this for my black people. I feel like we always feel like we got something extra to prove. We got We have to add value in our clothes and our items and our things and our merchandise. And this doesn't add value to people. Because when you go, they take that off of you. None of that stuff can go with you. It all goes to somebody else. And those are the types of things. Having buried somebody that didn't really have nothing. It ain't nothing worse than having to move a bunch of material items that can't nobody else use. Like those, that's the kind of stuff that we got to get away from. We need to focus on long-term legacy. What are, what impact are we having on the world? What impact are we having on our families? What impact are we having directly on our communities? Yeah. 
if you can't answer those questions but you look and fly it's all get out you don't have a legacy you got a good facebook profile you got a good instagram profile so we need to learn how to invest the money if you don't know and i know a lot of people say well it's just because you don't know yeah that's part of it we don't teach kids about investments anymore we don't teach kids i know when i was in school there was a in class where they taught you about checks and you had to write a check and you had to manage your bills and stuff like they don't teach that anymore that's part of it and i think they should start teaching how the stock market works in elementary school I think they should start teaching that because a lot of the kids and people that don't never have access to the stock market. So when you hear them saying the stock market is good, you cannot be a silly bunny and think that, oh, that means that everything is great. It doesn't because if you don't have access to those stocks, it doesn't matter how great those stocks are doing. It's only a small percentage of the world that actually in the United States that actually has something invested in the stocks so if you don't have anything invested or you're very little invested it really doesn't matter it, it, it really stock markets could go fifty thousand points up it wouldn't matter your life is not gonna change you're not gonna get a damn dime at all because you're dependent on a rich person to give you a trickle down which very rarely happens let's just be honest so <clears throat> i think they should teach it in school i think more parents should be vigilant but i think the issue is also that we don't seek the information if it ain't sexy if it ain't glamorous if it's still too many people on social media and instagram are still trying to sell you this qu get quick rich scheme where you think that somehow you sitting on your ass for two hours a day a week is somehow gonna make you fifteen thousand dollars a day I, I don't get it like that's that does not exist so if you don't have the information, you got to learn how to get the information. If you don't have the information, you need to go find somebody that does. You need to go talk to an accountant. You need to go talk to a banker. You need to go to some events, like some, some networking events where you get around entrepreneurs and business owners and learn about investments. You can go to the library. It's free to learn about these things. You can check it out on websites. There's so many seminars around about how to invest in real estate, how to invest in the stock market, how to invest in businesses, local businesses. And you can all, all these things are within fingertips grasp. It's just a matter of you going out there and finding it. And so if you're not going to do the work, especially as millennials, knowing that we already the generation is behind our parents and everything, we, we got to do something. You know what I mean? Because if not, I, I don't know what what we going to do for the rest of them. Like if we behind, I can only imagine what our kids going to be going through in generation z like lord help us all like if we don't have anything they gonna be negative so let's make sure that we can at least get our kids off on the right foot and get some legacy i ain't trying to preach out here i'm really not but i'm just saying i agree with marshawn lynch we gotta do better we do now let's move on to another topic that it, it came up and i you know um it was one of those things that it it came across my desk and it's not one of those things where it's no I, we talked about this on <clears throat> i will just say that so we talked about it on brunchin and basically it was a youtuber nikki to, of nikki's tutorial who does makeup and everything and, and she's widely popular on on youtube i've never watched any of the videos because i just don't watch makeup tutorials like i do some with my makeup whatever i can do i do i don't i ain't watching nobody teach me how to do makeup because it ain't gonna look like that anyway so i'm good you keep that over there i'm good thank you 
I don't have two hours to do my makeup every day. <laughs> like, I just don't have that kind of time, nor do I want that kind of time to do makeup for that long. But what I will say is that she recently was outed by an individual who found out that she was actually transgender. So she was born a male and she transitioned to female and she said on her video that she was born in the wrong body and she explained it and she recently has gotten engaged and she's working through this with her fiance a lot of people were questioning the fact that could you get past something like this this is very deceptive in the way that she if she didn't inform him that she was in fact transgender so I believe love is love. I believe you should be able to love who you want. You should be able to do what you want. Life is too short. If whatever you want to do, do it. Because this might be the last hoorah. You don't want to close your eyes and, you know, realize that this is it. Like, there, it, there is no nothing else. So, do you while you here. You ain't hurting nobody. If you ain't killing cats and hurting kids, go on and do what you need to do. And go on about your life. My issue is in a relationship, and we talked about this last week with deception, relationships are built on truth. If you already are coming into the relationship with a big question mark like that, like you didn't tell me this, like it's not like you didn't give me the option. You didn't give me the option to say, I don't like this. And this is problematic. And I know a lot of people were saying, well, you know, technically, if he fell in love with her, that should be enough. And I, I agree with that. If there is a bond there and you truly care about this person enough where you engage, you were engaged to them and you want to marry them, there's nothing wrong with being with the person, even if they didn't necessarily weren't 100% upfront with you, if you can deal with it, if you can handle it. Because if you already engaged, you already started the process of planning a wedding and all of that type of stuff. So you really cared about this person. And it's nothing worse than finding a person you truly love and you want to rock with. Like, you like, I want you to be my old person with me. I want to be your old person. Like, y'all want to be old together, right? And y'all want to, you know, have to get the pins together and, you know, go walk in the mall in the morning and, and you know, Swedish night. If that's what y'all want to do, you shouldn't allow that to be messed up because of this one thing so if everything else in the relationship ultimately is going really well this one thing shouldn't necessarily derail it unless so if you cannot get past this and some people can't like some people want you like same thing with cheating i said some people can get past it some people can't once you have a, a crack in the foundation it is very hard to get past that it is very hard to do that and so I can see both sides of this where it's like well if you love each other you should continue to love each other because you love the person not necessarily the gender not necessarily the sex of the person you love the person and if you're attracted enough to the person where you wanted to engage the person then you should still be with that person however on the flip side of that a lot of people are saying that it's kind of deceptive you know you you lied to the person and you've tricked them into believing you're something you're not so it, it's very similar or equivalent to let's say you are vegan right so if you're vegan and you go over somebody's house and they give you chicken but they're telling you that it's vegan you would say or most people would say that's wrong you shouldn't do that it's not a life-threatening situation like if you are vegan you're not allergic to meat you just don't eat meat for whatever reason so it could be a religious thing it could be a personal preference whatever the reason it's not gonna kill you but it would really upset you if somebody tricked you into eating meat when you are in fact 
vegan so this is what i mean like you don't want to feel have somebody feel betrayed by you to the point where you know if if he's not a, a person that considers himself you know on lbgtq arena and now you've kind of put him in the lbgtq arena without asking him if he was okay with it that's not right now i i get that you know if you already have this bond and she's fully transitioned so in that case she's technically a woman okay some other aspects there are other questions that need to come into play you know if this is an individual who wants children that's a conversation that needed to be had like i don't know if they wanted children or not but not everybody can have children no there are some women and men that naturally just can't have children for whatever reason they're you know infertility issues they can't have children but the, if you know that you can't have children going into this that's probably something or not necessarily have children but if you know you can't have children going into this with just via intercourse you know intercourse you might want to mention that especially if it's something that you already know like hey just trying to give you a heads up that we're probably not going to be able to have children together like meaning biological children together because you you could you know she could give her sperm if she still if she she like froze it to have a child and then he could give his sperm to to have a child if they have a surrogate so that they both could have a biological child but the child the children would never be biological children together so that's something that you may want to have that conversation because that costs money. You know, the, the infertility drugs and treatments cost a lot of money. So those, these are questions that especially getting married, you would have probably wanted to have those questions. And the reason why I don't know if this was actually the conversation that was had is because she's saying or she said in the video that they were working through it. So the fact that you're saying that they're working through it tells me that he didn't know. Like, so from that point, I think that that is wrong. Not necessarily has anything to do with the love or anything like that. But I think that you cannot be unhonest with somebody. Now, if you just kind of like casually dating somebody, like y'all just go on lunch a couple times or you're not really sure if you like the person. I don't think you have to say on the first day, hey, by the way, I was born a dude. Like, you, I don't think you need to do that. But if you go past that, where you're getting past a first, second date, that's probably a conversation that you want to have. You, you're going to want to have that, that conversation, especially if it goes towards intercourse or anything like that. Because you need to give that person that choice. Like I said, vegan chicken can look just as good as real chicken or chicken tenders. Chicken Vegan chicken tenders can look, or chickens or whatever they call them, can look just as good as chicken fin fingers. But you may not want those real chicken fingers, like I said, for whatever reason. So you kind of have to still look at it from that perspective. Like, I get it that, you know, you, you want to be inclusive and sometimes people can be discriminatory against the LBGTQ plus community. I get that. But I think at the same time, in this particular situation, I think that she, if she didn't tell him, because like I said, alleged, alleged, if she didn't tell him this before they got engaged and i think they have been dating for a while that is wrong so it, if straight gay bi whatever if you're coming into a, a marriage or relationship with a big secret like not a little secret a big secret it's wrong give the person the option that's all i'm saying 
But <clears throat> moving on, moving on. Let's talk about Jillian Michaels and Miss Lizzo. So Jillian Michaels is selling a book. If you don't know who Jillian Michaels is, she was on The Biggest Loser um, with her and Bob Barker. I think it's his name. Well, Baker, Bob Baker, whatever. I don't even remember his name. But like a tall guy, blonde hair. And they were on The Biggest Loser. They were the like the trainers on that show. And now she's out selling a book. And so she's going after Lizzo. I don't know why she brought Lizzo up. I know I don't know. But she's going after the fact that Lizzo is making obesity cool. And she's saying that that's not okay. That's not cool. That obesity has become a thing that people just kind of go, yeah, we can rock with obesity. You know what I mean? Like obesity, obesity. Yeah. And she like, you know what? Obesity has bigger issues and impacts on the body than most people know it's not even just about aesthetics it's about blood sugar liver damage um heart issues high cholesterol like all all the types of things that typically go along with being overweight and so she was saying that she loves lizzo's music and she loves lizzo but she just doesn't see why they're celebrating her body why can't we just listen to her music and not necessarily celebrate her body so again lizzo claps back and she pretty much comes back online in a gold bikini. You know, pretty much saying, like, you know, I'm an award. I'm good. She got all these uh, critic choice awards or people choice awards nominations and stuff. And so she's good. And by the way, <clears throat> this is a sidebar to a sidebar. And this don't have sh- shiggity. You know what I mean? It don't have shiggity to do with... Lizzo, okay? This don't have shiggity to do with Lizzo's size. But I'm going to say this, okay? I need for Lizzo to get a stylist that really cares about Lizzo. I'm just going to say that out loud. Not a knock, just an observation that I feel like Lizzo now has enough clout that she can get a stylist. That can get her a bathing suit that fits. Like even if it has to be custom made. I feel like they can get her clothes that fit. I feel like they can get her bathing suits that fit. I feel like the stuff that she wears doesn't fit properly. I think that's what the issue is. I don't think it's necessarily little size. I think it's that the clothes don't fit properly. Or the clothes are not the best suited clothes for her body type. Not saying she can't wear a bikini. She just probably shouldn't have wore that one. You can still wear a two-piece. There's two pieces that big girls can wear. That just wasn't it. Like, I, I don't understand all the money. And never mind. I'm, I'm get all my soapbox. I'm just saying, all the money, all the money she got. All the clout. We Can we get her a stylist that know how to style big people? I'm just saying. It, they, I know they exist. I know they, I know a lot of people in Hollywood are real skinny. But I'm going to have to. I, listen, Lizzo, I'm free. Listen, I from from a from a, a, a heftier girl who used to be real big, then I got small, then I got hefty. Pretty much all I'm telling y'all is I got stretch marks. It, I'm just saying, if you need a stylist, I got you. I got you, Lizzo. Just just call a sister. I will I I will help you. I will style you. I'm just saying. But she came out in the gold bathing suit. She was, you know, saying whatever about, you know, I'm not worried. Brush kind of like brushing the haters off my shoulders kind of situation or whatever. 
So Jillian <clears throat> decided she was going to talk about her again. Mind you, Jillian has talked about her at least in three or four different interviews that she's been on because she's trying to sell this book. I guess Lizzo is the hottest artist out right now. And she's big, which helps Lizzo. I mean, not Lizzo, Jillian. And so Jillian went on another show and she opened up her mouth again to talk about how unhealthy Lizzo's body type is and how we, you know, need to not be celebrating her body type and, you know, the body shaming of it all. And they don't shame skinny people like that and all of this type of, it was just a bunch of nonsense. Now, I will say this. Um, we've had a similar conversation on brunch and I talk with Ashley who is a medical nurse she is a medical professional she is a registered nurse and she explained to me that the heart has to pump harder when the, you have more body mass and you know it, it has more you know devastating effects on your organs like when you have more weight and I get that I'm not disputing science like I'm not the girl that's going to sit up here and dispute science I'm, I'm just not going to do it if that's what you was looking for that ain't me but I will say that just because you are larger on the BMI chart doesn't necessarily equate to bad health. The BMI chart is really outdated. So if you are considered overweight on that chart, it doesn't take in accountability for muscle mass. It doesn't take in accountability for any of that. So you may just have more muscle, but yet you're heavier, but it's not necessarily, you're still going to be overweight. Okay. That's one. And then two, skinny people can be unhealthy also. Just because you are small, you doesn't necessarily mean that you are healthy in the inside. You can have high cholesterol, you can have high blood pressure, you can have diabetes. Like these are things that still happen with smaller people because some people just have a higher, I guess, metabolism. So their body doesn't pick up as much weight. And even if you're not eating as much food, but you're still eating high, um, the foods that you are eating are really, really bad bad like it's high amounts of salt high amounts of sodium you are still going to be increasing your chances of getting heart disease does not matter if you are skinny or you are big now your chances are higher if you are a big person i'm okay they're they're higher because the chances of you overeating and eating poor foods is a lot higher you know but you can still be unhealthy okay and so this is the thing that i don't think she really disgust that you can really be unhealthy if you're smaller or bigger and I think it should be less about your body size and more about what your doctor is telling you so if your doctor is taking your you going to your physical every year and you're getting your cholesterol checked and your heart and your blood pressure and your doctor is like you know you you you're doing good you know I don't have any complaints you're you're healthy you're good you know exercise or walk a little bit more maybe get you down a couple pounds but you're good she has no right to come in and tell her that you know it's all fun and games until Lizzo gets diabetes because who's to say Lizzo will get diabetes we don't know that Jillian Michaels could get diabetes like we we don't know that at all and I I will also say that people keep saying well you know you're gonna have a shorter lifespan because it was another some podcasters that was talking about this instant and they were saying that we lost a lot of celebrities from being overweight and they they brought up like like Patrice O'Neal and all of that and Patrice O'Neal died years ago and I was like if that's the only person you can think of I I mean I I I think we can find some some people that probably have passed away more recently 
then we yeah, more recently than patrice o'neill and shout out to patrice o'neill's family rest in peace patrice o'neill very funny guy very well missed but what about john singleton he was within shape he even looked like he might have worked out and he died of high blood pressure these are the types of things that i don't know why people don't get especially if you are african-american and you eating you're consuming a lot of sodium you have to be very mindful of that very mindful and then also for them to equate like life length with weight doesn't make sense because you being smaller doesn't necessarily increase your lifespan it just makes you have a better quality of life while you're here because you can go out and get hit by a bus you can go get cancer like it's just a bunch of things that they don't really know yet because you would be shocked by how much medical people really don't know about the body it's pretty much if you go to a doctor they're making the best educated guess possible okay so it's, it's like playing clue you ever played the game clue like uh i think he the professor did it with the candlestick in the kitchen like that's that's what they doing with your body so you know they don't really know this stuff a hundred a hundred now i'm not saying just throw it out the window what they do know listen to what they do know and yes you should eat better food you should exercise you should be active but at the same time no we shouldn't be judging people and telling people or shaming people into losing weight because we think that's the best thing nah you can't do that because if you're not here's the thing jillian michaels is trying to sell a book okay because we ain't heard about jillian michaels we ain't seen jillian michaels belizzo is not the first fat person to to be out like there have been other fat people out while jillian michaels was out you didn't hear Jillian Michaels talking about Megan McCarthy. You you didn't hear about that. Like I I don't understand why all of a sudden Lizzo is the pinnacle of her concern when there's a ton of fat white people for her to help. You know, to go after them. Like I don't I don't I just don't get it. And that's like she she's also gone into it with Al Roker because not only did al roker he lost the weight but he didn't lose it the right way so according to jillian michaels he didn't lose it the right way because he had gastric bypass and he's taking some ketone medicine to help him stay into ketosis because he's on the keto diet and she said that that's cheating so not only is she judging people based on them not looking the way she believes they should look she's also judging people by the way they lose weight now listen either you want people to lose weight or you don't even either, either it matters that he lost weight because his doctor is the one that gave him the gastric bypass surgery his doctor's the one to say hey you can take these keto pills I, she's not a doctor she is a a workout person a, a personal trainer she's not even a nutritionist like it's it's so hypocritical to me because i'm like don't she sell soda stream listen jillian either you're gonna sell the soda stream or you gonna be the health lady like I, I just make it make sense so you know i can get cancer by using this soda stream and adding these chemicals to it but i can't eat this french fries like it don't really matter uh because you know one i'm gonna kill you anyway i guess you just pick the one that you want to die from like i i don't I don't get it i'm just i'm just saying so she's a hypocrite anybody that's out there defending jillian michaels 
needs to do some more research on Jillian Michaels. It's like Jillian Michaels is going through it right now. She's trying to sell a book. She's trying to get away from some bad press because I guess her and her partner have divorced. And I don't think the divorce was very amicable. I don't I think the divorce ended badly. So I think she's trying to kind of skate by that because apparently Jillian Michaels is not the nicest person. Like it's just a fact. If you watch, she had a show on and she was kind of nasty she was nasty to her partner she was nasty to her business so she was just, just kind of nasty like i mean i need you to know what kind of person you're dealing with now i'm not saying be fat just to be fat like if you are not feeling good about yourself meaning you don't feel good like you're tired all the time you're sick all the time you don't have the am the ambition and you don't have drive when it comes to that drop your weight drop your weight because if you are carrying around this extra weight it's not gonna make you feel better it's not gonna make you feel better but if you are doing fine your doctor said you fine you're whatever you do you because then i think then we start getting into this pick pick a nit picnic type of stuff where it's like okay pick you picking this you nicking that you picking this you nicking that and you can't live like that either because if somebody is lose weight now what is the appropriate weight level for them so if you're saying that somebody is slightly overweight are you still going to criticize them too and say well you know that that's not good enough because like i said the people that defending her jillian michaels i've seen a couple people they're smaller but i can truly say that they're probably not in the best physical shape so somebody could come and say yeah you're small but yeah, you could lift some weight you could be stronger you could be healthier if you probably ask those same individuals to run a mile they probably couldn't do it so these are the types of things that you just stop judging other people you do you she'll do her you do you <laughs> she'll do her we'll do her that's all i'm saying so you live your life the way and i'm gonna end on this i'm gonna let it go but you live your life the way you want to live your life. Whatever it is. If you want to... Listen. Now, one thing that I didn't mention, and I guess I will bring this up, and why some people are upset about... It, there's a lot of people in the United States that are obese. We're just, and then around the world, we're just known as the fat people. That's hey, welcome just to the bench. Do you how we go. But I will say that one of the reasons why you probably want to be healthy, not necessarily skinny... Because skinny doesn't necessarily equate to health. But why you want to be healthy is because the more sick people you have, the higher the rate of health insurance because we have group rate. So if everybody, the way health insurance works and why it's not astronomical is because you have a pool of people. You have sick people with non-sick people. And together, the sick people or the millennials and the young people typically are the ones that keep the rates down so if you have more of those young people that are now you know obese and overweight and they have more things like diabetes and high blood pressure and all of those types of things those rates of health insurance are going to go up so it's going to start to impact your pocket you are going to feel the heat of somebody being obese so if you know in that instance yeah you might be a little concerned like okay everybody around i'm the only person in this gym i'm the only person in the gym if that's the case 
voice your concern. But I think you should voice it in a way where you explain that. Not just, oh, look at you, you're fat. Don't do that. And then on the other flip side, I've heard people say, but skinny shaming. Now, and I'll probably get some backlash for this. <sighs> There's a lot, and I talked about this on Millennials as well. <clears throat> Go back and watch that episode. It's not, it's not on audio, though. And somebody commented in the thing and said skinny shaming is a thing. Now, I will say that I've been a big girl pretty much my entire life, right? So, I didn't want to be anything more but skinny. If anybody would have called me skinny, it wasn't an insult to me. It would have never been an insult to me. It would have been a compliment. Because if you call a supermodel skinny, she not going to bat an eye. If you call a supermodel fat, she's going to lose her mind. That is how you know the difference between the two. And sometimes when people try to equate words and it's like come on it's a difference between saying that I think if you have a big family and you lose weight which happened to me they were saying you're too skinny right and a lot of people saying well you know that's skinny shaming and it can be but if you have some some common sense and if your doctor saying you're good you're healthy you're good and you're sitting there watching people that kind of is overweight and just not really doing as well health-wise, why would you take that as a skinny shame? That is like a broke person telling you you're not spending enough money. So you're going to go out and spend more. Like, use common sense. You've got to use common sense. For the longest time, smaller or skinny people were the thing. Twiggy and all of them people made it the thing. So we're not going to sit here and pretend like being small is not the way of the future. If, or the way that people are looking for Like we're not going to say that We're not going to sit here and say that Like come on now Now you see more of these plastic people Coming around Where you have these unreal Because really the shame comes in Not from being skinny The shame comes in not being built Like the plastic people Because a lot of the time The people that you see that are smaller that go get the enhanced breasts and enhanced hips and butts <clears throat> they're the ones that are causing the shame for the women who may be you know a little flat in the chest a little flat in the back it comes from them because ain't nobody out here there wasn't nobody out here talking about i want to look like you it that wasn't me so if y'all want to get mad at, at people don't get mad at the big girls it ain't us it ain't us that you mad at. Get mad at your skinny friends that's going out and building these unrealistic transformer bodies. Get mad at them. We're Autobots. They did that. We're from Cybertron. Not us. So that's all I'm going to say. And I feel real bad for our daughters and our sons because I, I don't know what the body dysmorphia of it all. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know what's going to happen. But anyway. If you didn't get a chance to listen to us, we air every single Monday on WPIR at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can listen to us on WPIR, but you can also find us on all the major platforms. We're on iHeartRadio, we're on Radio.com, we're on iTunes, we're on Google, we're on Spreaker, we're on Pocket Cast, Overcast, all of those casts and all of those pockets. That's where we at. So you can find us over there. And if you want to watch us online, you can go on YouTube, you can go on Facebook and find us there. 
we don't have a video for the millennials anonymous but you can find old videos and you can also find our other shows so like binge the bench warmer show which is a sports show you can find that you can listen to the bench warmer show on tuesdays which comes on at 5 p.m eastern standard time on sports talk radio on spreaker so if you go on there you can listen to us and you can also listen to this you can also find brunching on wrdr which is a our new online radio station so brunching is now an online radio show so it's actually an online radio show now so you can tune into brunching you can also find brunching on all major platforms and all of that jazz so i'm super excited about that we're gonna have a couple panels and stuff coming up so i am looking for people to be a part of the panels one for relationships one for politics and we're actually going to be talking to a member of the yang gang on on the 20 i guess it would air on the 29th of january i believe so like the 27th or the 29th of january don't give me i don't know what the mondays is don't give me the line so we're gonna talk to the yang gang and we're gonna talk about why andrew yang because we've been hearing a lot about andrew yang all of a sudden he kind of appeals to the millennial but i want to hear more i want to ask questions about why why as a millennial why would i choose you because right now the only thing we do know is that the next president of the united states will not be black that's the only thing we know we don't know if it's going to be a woman we don't know if it's going to be a man but we do know that it won't be black that's all we know so we want to talk to andrew yang we want to find out hey andrew yang gang because we're not talking to andrew yang we're talking to the yang gang what why andrew yang why did you choose andrew yang chef boy boyard i don't know how you his name is Boyce. chef Boyce rd i guess this is what they call him i'm not sure they get they're really clever with the names and stuff plus i like andrew yang because he curses a lot so i i kind of i kind of dig him you know i like the math thing yes I'm I'm kind of digging that, but I'm I'm still undecided. I don't really know who I want yet, so I'm just kind of getting the Democrats to get themselves together because there's a lot going on with Bernie and, and Elizabeth Warren. It's just a lot. It's a lot. Like they just it's a lot. They but and it's like two like your aunt, old your aunt and uncle kind of fighting, and you're like I don't really know. I like you both. Like get it together. That kind of situation going on. I don't know, but but we'll be back again and i have I, I got a whole like scratchy throat thing going on so hopefully by then i'll be all good it's the thing with having young kids they don't share anything but germs so I, i'm here again with the scratchy throat i don't know it could be changing the weather because the weather is cold i don't know what's going on but i will but until then i hope you enjoy your week bye